Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. He started real estate investing at age 18. Fast forward 10 years later, he's surviving and thriving, even during COVID. Coming up right now. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Take Action Low here, and welcome to another episode of the Take Action with Low show where we talk about taking action, doing things different so that you can be better, not only in your business, but you, yourself, how to be a better you. And man, I have a young man here as a special guest. His name is Mr. Eddie Colson. Um, I'm excited to interview this young man. But before I jump in and get him on, uh, I just want to thank everyone. I appreciate you guys' feedback. And again, hope you guys are staying safe in the midst of everything that's going on this year. 2020 has been crazy. Uh, but I'm excited to interview this young man, Eddie, to talk about things that he's doing to continue to survive and thrive during these times. So without any further delay, Eddie, how you doing? Welcome. What's going on, Lo? How's it going? It's going well, man. It's going well. And uh, you know what? I, I appreciate you. Uh, I know we connected on Facebook and uh, you, you hit me up and, and you let, you reminded me, you know, Hey Lo, I, I remember, you know, some years yeah. back uh, in one of the free real estate wholesaling um, groups that myself and Iman had created and you were in there. So, wow. And, and I thought about that. I was like, Ooh, I'm getting old, but anyway, <laughs> how has it been going with you in your business? Things has been great. You know, I've just been thriving and, um, getting more rental properties, wholesaling, um, and things like that and just helping other people do the same. So yeah, I'm, I'm blessed and I'm, and I'm grateful. That is wonderful. So for everybody that doesn't know Eddie, Share a little bit about, you know, your background, where you come from. What were you doing before you got started into real estate investing and what led you in, into real estate investing? Yeah, sure. So um, I got started in real estate right out of high school uh, when I was 18. I was my my goal was to become a pharmacist. I was working at Giant Pharmacy at the time and um, I was reading a lot of books about rich, about, you know, rich dad, poor dad and 
Um, it all started originally when I when I graduated high school. My stepfather and I had an argument. Um, it was like a, a heated argument to the point where he decided to kick me out. So I ended up getting kicked out. And my girlfriend at the time, her father was my boxer trainer. And she asked her family to basically, you know, let me stay at one of the properties that was at the uh, boxing gym. So I stayed there. And while I was there, you know, my biggest thing was I didn't want to be in a position where I, I was homeless because prior to being in that house, I was couch surfing with different uh, family, you know, friends and things like that. So I wanted to get my money situated correctly. And I, I was looking at stocks. I was looking at the different pillars of wealth and stuff like that. And Rich Dad Poor Dad came across uh, my desk and I started to read that book and it really just took me over. I decided like, okay, I wanted to really attack everything that this man was talking about with buying businesses, buying um, stocks and of course real estate investing and that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me because I figured if I learned how to buy properties very cheaply then I always have a place to stay which was you know very um, tragic at that point because it kind of scarred me so I eventually I was driving driving around I think coming from work and I heard on the radio that Rich Dad Poor Dad was coming to Baltimore so I'm like oh snap what's going on so I ended up going to the free seminar the um, you know after that, they ended up telling us about this strategy called wholesaling, and they sold us on a $300 uh, training that was happening like over the weekend. So that three-day training after that, then it turned from, from $300 to like $20,000 at the end. And they were like, okay, I want you to go out and find a mentor because that's really important, whether it's with us or with someone else. So I was like, okay, well, I don't have 20000 so I'm just going to figure out ways to find a mentor. So I ended up linking at the local Baltimore Maria. Um, and then I came across uh, a friend of mine and he pointed me in the direction to somebody who was big into wholesaling. So I ended up interning at his office for like six to six to eight months. Um, and at the end, he asked if I wanted to stay on, be his acquisition manager or if I wanted to go out and do my own thing. So I, I, told, I said, that, you know, I'm just going to go out and do my own thing. And see if I can, you know, get this thing done and, and, and start to close deals on my own. So ever since then, I've just been rocking and rolling. It took me six months to close my first deal. Um, and, and, and it really was that law of attraction. I started watching The Secret and, and just getting my mindset right. And then once I got a hold of that and I started getting started having a routine of the law of attraction, that's when I um, that's when I started closing deals. And it came in like three, like three to four deals a month. So it's been a, it's been a ride. Oh, man. And talk about surviving and thriving. Um, incredible story. Thank you for sharing that. But it's some key things that you said out of this. You know, number one, you being a young man and kind of recognizing early on, you know what I, I need to do? I, I got to do better. I need to do something different. So I think that's that's definitely um, awesome. And also the fact that you said your mindset. You did things that you knew you needed to do in order to continue to work on your mindset and also get in an environment where you didn't have the 20,000. That didn't stop you. You mm -hmm. continue to take action to figure out and find a way to connect and partner with people smarter than you so that you could learn. And here you are 10 years later. Is that correct? Yeah, it's been, it's been 10 years. It's crazy. That's awesome. That's <laughs> amazing. Well, congrats. And, um, I also want to say congrats on your YouTube channel, and I'll make sure and link it uh, to this particular interview for everybody to check it out. But it's great seeing you do videos. I'm all in huge into videos. I think videos is probably even more important these days than ever. 
Um, yeah. Not only as an entrepreneur, a business owner, but a way to stay relevant. And mm -hmm. so that people can know you, they can connect with you, they can find you, um, especially, you know, sellers, buyers. And, and, you know, if you have any type of trainings for clients, you know, students that you can work with. So I'm huge on video. So it's great to see a YouTube channel. Um, talk about uh, maybe some of the things in the last few years or whatever time frame that's been in the last 10 years that was really difficult and you you were like you know what i don't i don't i don't know you know about this or it was a situation where you had to really focus on getting out of it and just sticking with it can you talk about a situation like that and how you overcame uh, there's so many i'm trying to think of one <laughs> right <laughs> uh, so when it when it comes you want me to talk about real estate investing or wholesaling which one do you think Sure, sure. You can talk about the wholesaling aspect. Absolutely. Okay, wholesaling. I think the biggest thing with wholesaling is really having your emotions in check um, and understanding that you can only control the controllables. So a lot of times we'll come across properties where it's a perfect deal. Everything works out well, but there's a whole bunch of tax liens and code violations. And, and, and the seller told you that there wasn't and you should have checked, but you didn't. Um, or there's times where the buyer just backs out last minute and there's nothing you can do about it. I think the biggest thing is when, you know, I'm a, I'm a people person. I love people. I love networking. And I think that I trust people very easily. So when you first start working with people, um, especially when I first got started, I was this young, naive guy. And sometimes I still can be like that. So, you know, I'm trusting people. And then they go behind your back, steal a deal or just do shady stuff, not thinking about the longer, the long term relationships as opposed to just that short term win of a deal. So I think I think the biggest thing is just knowing that this is a people business. Um, and because it's a people business, you're going to come across a lot of different types of people and characters and personalities. And you kind of the, the best way to, to get over all of that is just to not get too emotionally involved um with uh with with everything and just and just just focus on attracting your tribe um you know and and just knowing that you're gonna kiss some frogs you're gonna kiss kiss some frogs and hopefully you end up getting your prince or princess or whatever so um it's a networking thing but you know you you're gonna come across people that you're gonna have to say okay this is not somebody I want in my network so I think I think that's the biggest thing is it's just dealing with all different types of characters and people. Absolutely. And I have to agree. Um, 13, 14 years in myself now, you're exactly right. So probably some of the most challenging times was dealing with shady folks yeah. <laughs> and learning the hard way, you know, a couple of times that, uh, boy, especially when you're trustworthy, you know, and you kind of take people as their word, you have to learn. Eh, no, you know, I know we cool, but you know, we gonna we have to have this paperwork, contract, agreement, whatever in place. It's got to be on lock. So uh that's one of the things that I had to learn myself. So yeah, that's really good. So let's talk about right now, current market. Um, a lot of things have changed, are changing. Um, at the time of this recording, the uh, moratoriums um and the evictions, all of that has been kind of placed on hold until the end of the year. As a landlord, is that impacting mm -hmm. you at all? with your tenants or how, how's it working out? Thankfully, my tenants have been paying rent um, on time. 
Um, I know that there's an inc increase of people who aren't paying their rent. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that uh, originally when the pandemic started, I thought that everything was going to go to hell. I, I thought I thought that, like, it was just going to be really bad. What what really scared me was, like, if businesses are shutting down, will title companies shut down? Yeah. And if so, how are we going to close deals? Like, that was my biggest concern. Um, thankfully, it hasn't really been that bad um, as far as, uh, like, title companies closing down. There's been virtual closings. Um, people have been figuring out a way to work it out. There's definitely way more sellers that are saying, look, I need to sell this property. And there are some landlords that are filling it with tenants not um, not paying. Thankfully, that's not me. But um, I thought it would be way more buyers that backed out. And there were a lot of buyers that backed out and just said, I'm going to just sit back and figure out what's happening. But weirdly enough, there was a lot of buyers that were way more aggressive. And, I, and that's how it was in my marketplace. I don't know. I, I think there's I know some people in Florida, they seem to be doing, you know, worse in the real in, in wholesaling. But in Baltimore, I think because Baltimore is such a cheap, you know, it's, it's you know, lower barrier of entry when it comes to acquisition. I think that people said, OK, this is an opportunity for us to buy stuff in Baltimore and we're aggressively buying stuff in Baltimore because right now it's the time to buy. So I. Um, I was blessed to make more money during the pandemic thinking that I wasn't going to make that much. And, um, you know, things have been actually a lot, a lot better for my market, but I, I don't think that's how it is everywhere though. Right. Nope. I have to agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. With us being here in Texas, um, it's, we've seen a lot more opportunities uh, that have come, you know, since then. And, you know, I think with, Understanding the market, understanding uh, how to market, and that's another question I want to ask you. What things are you doing to get leads? Mm -hmm. uh, when you're able to to do that, uh, you know the the right way, uh, an effective way. You'll you'll always have business or leads that's coming in. And what maybe what's one of the things that you're doing in your marketing to continue to get to get deals right now? So um, I go after a lot of failure to pay leads. Like I do a lot of creative financing offers and that's what I was going to lean on for the pandemic. I figured if title companies are closed and everything, I might have to just focus on lease options, go after pre foreclosures and failure to pays. So my, I love, I love failure to pays. Um, I think that it's not, a lot of people don't know about it. Um, and uh, it's basically like when a landlord decides to kick a tenant out and the tenant, you know, um, isn't paying, they do the um, pay or quit or whatever notice that you have to do within your state. And then they go to court and they fill out a failure to pay. They usually put their phone number there. And that's what I really like because I love cold calling. So they put their phone number there and they put their email address, email address sometimes. So if they put their email address, you know, you can add, you can um, compile a bunch of emails. So obviously you can cold call them. You know, I like doing multiple, multiple um, touches, different ways on the same list. So, um, and I like landlords because they're used to payment over time arrangements. So I can come and say, hey, I'll give you, you know, X amount of dollars over X amount of years um, and then create a, a owner finance and subject to lease option type of deal or just a straight cash offer. But if they put their email address in there, then what I can do with that email address is I can do a Facebook ad, uh, Facebook ad campaign using their emails and I can do a lookalike with the, with the Facebook as well. So Facebook works really, really well. Um, 
And that's how I get the inbound. But then I like to do the outbound of actually calling them myself. Um, and then I'll touch it off with like some letters. But I try to make the letters um, a smaller amount, you know, to save money, but reach out to them and have them come to me first. So those are the things that I, that I mainly do is targeting landlords. I'm a landlord. I understand landlords. And I think that everybody has their little thing that they're into. Like some people, mm -hmm. their personality is like, I can deal with a probate person, you know, um, to me, like I'll deal with it, but um, it's a little bit awkward for me when somebody in your family dies and I'm trying to yeah. console you and all that stuff. So right. you know, it's not really my personality, but there's, I know like one of my mentors, you know, this lady, she was, that was her thing, probate. So she'll hug a seller and all that stuff. That's just not me. So I think that you kind of have to figure out what lease source fits to your personality, fits to your team, your, your, your way of negotiating and all that. Oh, that's great information. Um, failure to pay. So with, with everything that's going on with uh, the, the evictions and everything being on hold uh, uh, until, I guess, sometime next year, who knows? It's going to be a lot of landlords. It's going to need some yeah. help. So I'm sure you're gearing up for that. I, I know we are uh, here. That's one of our, our target or our niches uh, is landlord. But you said it right on. You hit it right on as far as the marketing. Uh, cold calling is probably the most effective. Uh, we like to do follow up with text message marketing. Love Facebook. So we have a couple of campaigns that we're running now that's doing really well uh, to get buyers and sellers because my business partner is a, a licensed realtor. So she handles the retail side nice. of the business. So yeah, we, we, we've been kind of busy on both ends, but um, I think that's fantastic. So uh, I heard you say boxing and I didn't know that you had a history in boxing. My late uncle was a boxer and oh, really? uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So golden <laughs> gloves. So growing up, uh, he used to get in trouble all the time and my grandfather got him into boxing, straightened him up and mm -hmm. he became pretty good. So I'm gonna ask you a question. It's not real estate related. So you you got a, a good a good jab punch or uppercut? What's what's going on with you? Speed? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've actually been doing martial arts. It's funny because I posted a like a, a video of me sparring, mm -hmm. and people just like, hold on, I didn't know you spar. You look like you actually know what you're doing. I was like, it's not something I really broadcast or market or anything. But I've been doing martial arts since I was like four years old. Nice. Uh, with my father and um, and just doing, you know, those type of things. And then I started wrestling in high school. And then when I graduated, that's when I started boxing. So um, and I still box here in a while. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just it's just something I do for fun. <laughs> I no, I think that's great. I do. I'm all in the, you know, health and mental health, uh, especially during these times. It's important uh, to yeah. have those things in your life and, and part of a routine. Um and uh, it sounds like that you have that working for you as well. So I appreciate you. I got one other yeah. question for you before we let you go. Num well, number one, how can people contact you? How, how would you like them to contact? If they want to know more about you or I don't know if you have any products and services, but how can they reach out to you? Yeah, I teach here and there. I have a small group like, you know, I, I don't really like do a thousand. I'm not trying to get like thousands of, of students, but I have like a small group and, you know, we um whenever we, uh, I always try and qualify people to see if we're a good fit, but you can reach me at, on Instagram, um, at Colson 90 Um, and you can just reach out, you know, to me on YouTube as well. You know, I'm always posting videos of different things. So, um, 
and of course, Facebook and LinkedIn. I, I can give low the the the, uh, the link so you can just you know send it out to your people. Absolutely. That's it. That's what you reach out to me. Wonderful. And last question. Um, I know there's uh, going to be a lot of people and uh, some young folks, or younger folks that's going to be listening to this. And during this time, if you know, for those of um, those young people that feel hopeless and you know they don't have anything going on what would you say to encourage them if they want to get started in real estate investing what, what would you share with them um i would say to get as much information as possible um and focus on your mindset i, I do believe that success is 80 percent mindset and your energy and spirituality all that good stuff and 20% the actual strategy of doing whatever it is to get money. So um, 20% of it is, is is the information of wholesaling and 80% of it is your mentality. So focus a lot of your attention on your self-esteem, being motivated, the law of attraction, focusing on what you want, being positive and grateful already. Um, and then find a mentor. Um, there's so many people out here mentoring. It shouldn't be hard to find one when it comes to mentoring. And there's so many f- groups, Facebook groups, so many meetups. You can go to the meetups and network with other people. Um, one one thing that I love about whole, um, not just wholesaling, but real estate in general, is that it's a community where people can help each other. Like if I had a, a salon and the 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 people across the street have a salon. I can't go to the people across the street and say, hey, let's mastermind and have a meetup and talk about how we can make our salons better. Like, no, like, you know, that's you're my competition. I can't, you know, I mean, I don't want you knowing my stuff. But in real estate, we can all work together. We can all do JV deals. We can all, you know, figure out how we can add value. So I think that that's the cool thing about being in real estate. So take use that to your advantage and ask a bunch of questions and be humble. I'm um, grateful. So that's that's the best thing I can I can give. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> well said. Well said. So um, if you listen to this, go back and listen to it again. So he Eddie has shared some fantastic information. Eddie, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Continued success. Cool. Um, guys, make sure you go out and share this. Make sure you click the link below and subscribe. As always, I appreciate you. And until the next time, take action.